What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 243 of Strong the Iron Will Way, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. We talk, uh, well, I, I do a lot of uh, reading, listening to audiobooks, podcasts, everything I can really find about success. And we've talked about success on this podcast a lot, but um, I think we have to start with, and we're going to talk about it again, I think we have to start with um, what defines, like how do we define success, right? Because that's a very general, success is a very general word and idea. Uh, I would I would correlate it to trying to say, you know, what makes someone a good person. Like there's no one thing that makes someone a good person. There's a lot of factors combined that would lead you to uh, describe somebody as a good person. So I think success is the same thing. Um, there's going to be a degree of life satisfaction. There's going to be a degree of uh, financial satisfaction. There's going to be, um, you know, what other people think of that person um, and so on. So I think uh, one of the best descriptions I've heard of it was how close you are to fulfilling your potential, right? Because, you know, not everybody's going to have the potential to achieve the same things. Um, not everybody's going to be a top-level athlete. Not everybody's going to be a top-level business person. So I think to consider that success is uh, misleading and could lead to very, a lot of very unhappy, frustrated people if they thought the only way to be successful was to be uh, a leading scorer in the NBA or to be um, you know, a billionaire of some sort. But I think we can achieve success in our own rights if we are achieving the levels at which we're capable and then and we feel the satisfaction that kind of comes with that right because there's a I mean we've all been there if you've ever done something accomplished something overcome something that was really really difficult for you and a real push on your limits uh, it feels really great to accomplish it so I think of um if you look at me as a lifter, as a you know quote unquote power lifter, um, I, I don't have the potential to ever be any kind of exceptional power lifter. Um, so that's not the standard I compare myself to because um, that's just unrealistic and, and un, unfair due to myself, to be honest. But for what my genetic potential is, from how far I've come as a kid, I feel pretty damn good about where I am as a quote-unquote powerlifter, even though I'm not, like I said, anywhere in, in a competitive realm. Uh, for me and my limits, um, I'm pushing them pretty good. Uh, so that gives me satisfaction. So I think that that's what we're looking at. If I were to, people ask me a lot about, um, people ask me, I mean, I'm very flattered, to be honest, that people ask me questions about when they want to start their own business. Um, obviously, tons of workout stuff, but I get probably equal amount of business questions at this point. And as we've talked about before, I think a lot of the answers are the same for both of those things and, and for most things in general, right? Being successful in one area is usually uh, a lot of the same principles as the other area. So I think one of the questions I get commonly is what what is like the either the seek, you know, the one common denominator for successful people or the thing that unsuccessful people don't do um, or the trait they don't have you know what's the what's the common thread here so I think first the rhetorical question would be 
you know, how many people do you think are successful? You know, if you looked around at 50 people that you know, how many of them would you consider successful? Um, so I think that's an interesting question. You know, I think we can look from the outside and d- determine how successful someone is by the material things that we see, by the way they portray themselves, um, their social media presence if they have one, um, just their overall attitude, right? I mean, I've seen people that seem to be doing well financially uh, and in their careers, but they're fucking miserable all the time, so I would definitely not consider that person successful. They might, or other people might, but I don't. Um, uh, conversely, I've seen people that don't appear to be doing very well financially, they don't appear to have very anything worth talking about from a material standpoint, but they're always smiling and they're always happy. Um, that seems like successful to me, but I don't know if they would consider themselves successful or if other people would. So I just think that's an interesting thing to ponder when you look around, like what what is success? But I think if we decide whatever that is, and again, I'm going to go with the achieving your true potential in, in whatever area that we're talking about, I would say the limiting factor for most people is the inability or unwillingness to look stupid, look silly, be the dumbest person in the room, be the person that doesn't know anything and ask questions and learn. I think that is what limits most people and that is what sets apart the high performers because they are willing to do that. And I I want to tell you why. First of all, everything I say on this podcast, pretty much I've learned from personal experience, um, having been on both sides of whatever I'm going to talk about. And then um, I just see this a lot. I think it gets tough in two areas so when you're very young look at a look at a child almost Um, my son is eight so even he's already starting to run into this but when you're even younger than that maybe six five six seven you're inquisitive by nature and you are very comfortable with the fact that you don't know the answers to these questions so you just ask anybody that will seems to be older than you and might know the answer how do I do this? What's that? What does this mean? Why does that work? You know, how does that work? And then you start to get to a certain point where ego kicks in and you feel uncomfortable asking those questions because on some level, I think you feel like you should know them. Maybe we feel like we're admitting some kind of shortcoming by not knowing them. So we start to just uh, want, we're, we're more worried about people thinking we know than actually knowing. Right, So I think of this now, and again, I'll use my son as an example. He's really into fishing, as a lot of you guys probably know. And when we go to Cabela's or any kind of fishing store, L.L. Bean, he actually knows way more than me about everything. Uh, In many situations, he knows as much as the guy helping us. But oftentimes, we'll run into an old-timer working the fly fishing counter who, who really does know everything. So they'll start talking, and John will, my son, will kind of not want to admit that he said something that was wrong. Like he'll say, hey, I need this thing for a certain fly. And the older man will say, oh, actually, you would need this thing. And uh, Yeah, I knew that. Like he doesn't want to admit. So at that point, he'll start to shut down and not want to learn. He'll kind of be too proud. He wanted to impress the guy with what he knew. And now he feels like the guy's not impressed. And so now he just shuts down. Instead of, instead of being open-minded to what the guy's going to say and wanting to learn, he's too busy guarding his ego. And I've spent years doing that, right? So... And the reason I I think, and again, let's take a look at my journey as a personal trainer. When I first started, 
I wanted to learn everything there was to know about training. So I read everything. I went to every workshop. I went to every seminar. I asked every person with more experience than me questions. And then I learned a lot and became, you know, a little bit knowledgeable. Then I started training people. And as soon as I kind of gave myself or other people gave me that label as a trainer, I think that's when you start to get into trouble. Because now all of a sudden I'm supposedly an expert. So now my ego will not allow me to ask people questions as much because I'm already supposed to know, right? So now I'm, my learning shuts off dramatically. If Maybe I'll still be willing to learn and read, but if I have to actually ask another person at some level, that feels like I'm admitting they know more than me and that's not comfortable as, a, as the supposed expert. So my, my learning shuts down. I go to a workshop with all other trainers and I don't want to raise my hand and ask questions because that would admit that I don't know something. And then that would, you know, somehow put me lower on the totem pole or in the pecking order of the trainers in the room. So I will literally walk out of the lecture not learning because I didn't want to put my ego aside and ask the question because I didn't understand something the instructor was saying. Right. Um, you guys have probably seen me uh, talk about this on my social media platforms where I have a coach for my powerlifting and my lifting. I follow programs that he writes and I post my videos to his page and I let him and all the other powerlifters on the page critique my form and help me get better. That is not comfortable for me. I do not enjoy doing it. Uh, I've hesitated for about six months after joining the team to do it and even now every single time I do it, I'm like, uh, man, because... Uh, I'm supposed to be the expert here, right? I've been doing this for my whole life. I'm supposed to be the one telling people what to do. I'm not supposed to do anything wrong. I'm not supposed to need corrections. I'm not supposed to need improvement. So if I want to live in that world, in my head, I think I do everything right. I don't do anything wrong. I know everything there is. I'm the best. I could just keep it to myself, not post it, and continue kidding myself that I do everything perfectly. Or I could admit that I can always learn and post my stuff up there, let people critique me, and then instead of getting my ego hurt or my butt hurt from what I'm doing wrong, I take that information and those critiques and I fix it and I get better. And then I come back a week or two later and try again and then guess what? Start getting better, start getting stronger. And that's super duper rewarding. Um, But it only happens if you're willing to put yourself out there and invite the critique you know don't put yourself out there hoping that everybody just says you're doing great you got to put it out there inviting critique improvements um, suggestions and ways to get better because if your goal is to get better you have to ask for help you have to acknowledge that there's people out there that know more than you and you have to be willing to listen and open to listening and understanding that it's going to help you in the long run so whether that's your business whether that's your fitness um we tend to get to this intermediate level where we feel like we should know better and then not want to ask. And I think that's where people stop. So if I go back to that, how many people do you know that are successful? I think there's a lot of people who are kind of successful. Like they're pretty good at a lot of stuff. They're doing pretty well in their career. They're doing pretty well in their working out, but they're not getting to that high level because they have hit that stage of I'm too proud and too good to ask for help so I will just hover at this pretty good level because to go to the expert level I would have to admit that I'm not an expert yet and get help from somebody who knows more than me and oftentimes you can learn from somebody who doesn't even know more than you they might they might just be able to look at what you're doing objectively which you can't anymore 
Um, that happens to me a lot. Again, I'm just going to use the powerlifting example. You know, I, I watch the way other people get critiqued, and then I learn from that. I say, oh, man, he's doing that. I'm supposed to be doing that. I'm not doing that, and I'll change mine. I'll hear from somebody who's less experienced than me, but they notice something that I didn't notice, um, that I've been doing for so long. It's just a habit. So uh, I would encourage you in every area to remember that if you're trying to get better at something, it's not about your ego. It's not about you know, putting yourself in positions where everybody tells you you're great. It's about putting yourself in a position where everybody can help you and opening your mind to criticism and critique and remembering that, that that's not a criticism or a critique of you as a human being. Um, it's simply a criticism or a critique of you in a certain area, whether that's something you're doing in your business or your personal life or your training, what, I mean, everything, right? And be willing to take that information, not get defensive about it, and just accept it as a way to get better at whatever it is you're doing. I think if we all were able to do that a little bit more, uh, we would find success comes much more quickly than if we live in the world where we are simply looking for people to tell us we're doing everything right and that we're great, and then we kind of stay stuck at that intermediate level uh, forever. All right, guys, I will talk to you soon. Peace.